Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, to Big Trouble the Podcast, episode 249. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm a wrestling champion, Pokemon master, Chaz, a.k.a. the Gamer Words. He still can't explain the Pokemon Kurt Angle memes. I'm Zach. <laughs> we well, can't win them all. What happened to you, Zach? Like right when the intro happened, you just disappeared. Did you hit refresh or something? No, uh, I guess I can get that out of the way. Part of the what did we all do for later? Uh, I got a new computer and I'm still retraining my Firefox on this new computer to like give everything permission to work. So like when that video clip played, it just killed everything because <laughs> uh. I didn't allow that specific permission. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I gotta reallow permissions like twice a month when we do the show. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I use Brave, and it's it's very secretive. Brave is like, what's going on over here, man? Are you sure you want to do this? Oh, the government's <laughs> gonna find you, brother. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're still going on this mystery theme uh, thing with Chaz. Uh, last week we did Jurassic Park, and this week we're talking about American History X. Uh, I'm gonna be. Honest with you, Chaz, I still don't know what the theme is. <laughs> I watch, I watch this, and I'm like, hmm, still can't think about it. I might need the third film. You didn't, clearly didn't pay enough attention. You didn't see the dinosaur bones in American History X. Is that after he like curb stomped them? <laughs> like, oh god, <laughs> Dino <laughs> DNA. <laughs> no, uh, but, no, Mm-mm. no. Anyway, let's get into this film. Um. When did uh, here's a question for everybody. When did everybody first see this film? Uh yesterday. Really? Yeah. I I can I can explain that really quickly. Uh everything I ever knew about this movie is one, it's about like skinhead racists, two, uh someone gets raped in prison in it, and three, someone gets curb stomped to death in it. And I was like, I don't that doesn't sound like a movie I want to see. So I just never looked into it any further than that. Yeah, I actually saw this in school. <laughs> like we, uh, Shit, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had a American history through movies class, and uh, we call it. He asked like people in the room, and by the way, like they were just like, "Oh, this is American History X," and he like screened it and everything. I hope he screened it because he didn't like jolt every time an N word happened in this or all the racial slurs and the violence. He's like, yeah, this, I mean, it, the movie does explain like hate is fucking stupid <laughs> and people should stop like doing hate. Uh, but yeah, I, I first saw this in school. What about you guys? Uh, Chaz and Zach, what about you guys? Uh, I first saw it today too. <laughs> okay. And, wow. and Chaz, I saw this uh, way too young of an age uh, when I was a kid I think I was like nine or ten. I was flipping through, uh, trying to find rated R movies that would show boobies. That because we had one of those like weird burnt uh, chip cards that uh, for Directv that lets you watch anything. Mm-hmm. And this movie was about to come on, and it said it had nudity, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch this." It had and, nudity of a sort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had nudity at the start, and then I kept watching, and I was like, "Oh God, what have I done?" And I didn't sleep that night. I didn't sleep very well last night either. I've only watched the movie, I think, all the way through. All that I can think of, maybe those two times. I think a couple other times I've seen scenes from it. It's just one of those movies that once you watch it, especially if you're at an age where you can't understand it, you don't need to watch it again, nor 
I feel like it's hard to really want to go back and watch it. Uh, it's like a black swan type of movie for me. It's like, that movie was great. I'm never going to see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I knew watching it, I was going to hate watching it. But I had a reason for picking it. So, dinos. Uh, but, but <laughs> <Dinos>. yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I spared no expense. Even People my own sanity. are dinosaurs. <laughs> so, every time I see Derek's... <laughs> Every time I see Derek's fucking girlfriend, all I think is Waterboy. Like, I'm thinking she'll be on boobies. That's where she's from. Yeah. 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 I need to look her up on IMDb. It's not one of the top four things. I was like, yeah, Bobby Boucher. (laughs) You sure are smart. Like, yeah, we go back in the back and with Choco Biscuits. Yeah, Mama said it's football, football, the devil. The mother, too. I was like, what is the mother? And she's like, fucking mom and vacation. I, that's that's really threw me yeah. off. I was like, god damn it. Yeah, the mom took me a minute. I was watching. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's Clark Griswold's wife. What's she doing there? It's like, And I was waiting. I was like, what the fuck happened to Clark? I was really hoping Chevy Chase died in some, like, really hilarious accident. But clearly, that's not what happened. No. Uh, yeah. No, this then, movie is this movie is whew, something. Go ahead, then, what were you gonna say? And then obviously the fat guy from fucking Mall Rats. Yeah. <laughs> in Woody's World. That's what yeah. I remember him from. He's also in uh oh shit, what's that really bad movie? It's it's a good movie, but it's a bad movie. Evolution. You guys ever watched that before? Yeah, the one with the uh, Mulder from X Files. Yeah. yeah, David the Company. Yeah. I, as yeah. long as we're playing this game, uh, Captain Cisco is in this movie. He's the school principal. Dude, he, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's extremely good in this movie. Oh, yeah. so he's one of the best character. Does he not have more of a career beyond Star Trek? Like, what the hell? I don't know, but Ooh. he's still commanding. Like he's st- he's still like he's still playing Cisco in this movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's part of it because he's he's still he has like a very a very niche like he slips right into one kind of role maybe that's part of the problem i don't know yeah but it felt like he could have been in so many like of those inspirational uh movies where like you say like a young group of children who are just like given like the worst possible hand dealt in life and he's like finding a way to motivate them through some common interest like basketball or poetry or something yeah, i, I mean, don't know really some of those movies i didn't need george lopez in that fucking movie it could have been him <laughs> he just uh, he just has to be anti-racism and shout at someone at some point like that's really all you need out of it yeah yeah i mean clearly i put my my quote down there it's a, it's a to me that is the best line in the fucking movie I mean, the uh, are you calling me a blimp, you fucking Democrat? It's pretty funny too, but uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's coming from like a white supremacist. But like, I just thought how he delivered it because the Derek's and Danny's sister, who's highly liberal, um, who every time like they're having, <laughs> dude, that fucking dinner scene <laughs> with the Jewish guy, dude, that, that, I felt that scene it, is so fucking uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable because you know, or like Derek right away is just like, I hate this Jew. Like, that's the only thing like is coming out of his mouth at that point. But anyway, uh, when she when she's fighting with the the fat guy uh, and he l- delivers that line, it's funny as shit. I don't, I don't care if he's a white supremacist or not, but it's funny. Uh, yeah. And he's kind of like the shithead anyway. Uh, like Derek also says like. He's a fucking exterminator. Do you really want to be like that? Well, I think that's kind of why he's so perfect for this movie is because as far as I can tell, he's kind of the prototypical racist. He's Mm -hmm. an idiot. He's ignorant. He like is, has easily been manipulated by the more savvy Cameron, Stacey Keach 
and he just like found this ideology to latch onto, and he's just like a big dumb, ignorant idiot. And it's just it it seems like that's the perfect archetype, and they got it in that character of Seth. He also sucks yeah. down jelly beans like it's there's no. Oh, what the fuck was that? What is this problem? It was just to show he was a fat piece of shit. That's all Pretty it was. Much, yeah, it's just, yeah, <laughs> just, sucks, yeah. His character is very important, like you said, because he fits that perfect stereotype. And it is to play off of the fact that he is there and he represents the other mass group that are there. But Derek doesn't. That it's a very important thing about Derek is is actually for all of his other flaws, which I mean there are several. He's very headstrong, but he is an intelligent person to a point, and that is an important facet of this movie. Is that not all racists are stupid? He's intelligent, Sometimes, but he's very angry. He's angry and he's highly impressionable. Being being stupid and being impressionable are different. You can you can be duped into believing something in the right circumstances, and that's a very important aspect of this movie. And it's not just the tragedy part; that was a catalyst. But the scene with the dad, the the grocery uh, manager from Boy Meets World. Why do they pull everybody from Boy Meets World? I just needed Mister Feeney to come in and just that drop an in bomb and leave. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's weird. That messes with my fucking brain just because he's like, hey, what are you reading? Oh, you're reading those black books. And I'm like, what the fuck? Your boy meets world's dad. Like, stop it. And then he then he throws out the N word. And I'm just like, yeah, well, but that's an important that's an important scene because it helps build that. This didn't just suddenly stem out of just one piece of tragedy. You have someone that's very smart that is right in the peak of when they develop their own uh, views of life. And you have someone that is trying to learn how to critically think about what they're learning. But again, just in, in a general sense, we all look up to our parents. Like, again, for the most part, the typical child is going to look for a father, a parental figure of some kind and look up to them. So even though he knows already it doesn't feel right, as soon as his dad says it, because he looks at and respects his father so much, that just surpasses it just trumps whatever else he's thinking of and then that helps just ingrain those thoughts so then you have his father die in the circumstance that he does and that it goes from there um and it's just a snowball effect and unfortunately even though he he reaches a point throughout the movie where he finally realizes how wrong things were and he's finally ready to maybe try to make things right. Not not fully. Like he's more ready to like. He's a little cowardice in the way he wants to just walk away from everything and start over, rather than actually trying to make it right. But in the end, he, he finally decides he's going to be brave enough, even if it means he loses his life. But what he realizes is the cost of what he did. His consequence wasn't going to jail. The consequence wasn't losing his life. The consequence is he lost his brother, which is yeah. so fucking rough. That that ending is so brutal. I gotta ask you the question because uh-huh. you wrote, "Hate uh, what was like uh, the best love, hate, love hate ending." Yeah, I, I said I, I love hate the ending. All, all that means is that this movie is supposed to be a tragedy because of what it is. So I love it when taking that full scope of it because of the, it has that gut punch that's unexpected. So in that mm. in that sense, I, it's that way. But I mean, in terms of just like feeling for the characters, seeing what turning point they're about to make. And they're about to save him. It sucks. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's, it's awful. Yeah, that's why I like. Again, I, I have the same opinion. You like, it, I liked it, and then hated it at the same time because you're watching Derek, 
even though he's doing like the cowardice way where he's like, I want to leave, get out of town and like get away from all this mess that I've created instead of just, you know, owning it and possibly dying from owning it uh, by facing the problem. Uh, but it, you see him, you know, the prison scenes with the, the black guy, like when he starts to build that friendship and stuff and when he leaves the prison and finds out that the black guy helped him by having his, you know, friends or, you know, group of people uh, in the prison, not beat the shit out of him. Uh, and I thought that was great. And then like, he's getting Danny away from his footsteps because you could tell he was going down the path, especially when the fat guy's videotaping him and he's saying that stupid shit. And then you go into his room, there's a fucking SWAT stick, a fucking flag, all the Nazi memorabilia and all the, you know, the gamer words on his wall. And then he's like, you're like, oh, he's going to get out of this. It's going to be great. Like they're, you know, they're finally understanding that hate is baggage as, you know, Edward Furlong's uh, character says at the end of the, the movie. And then he gets shot and I, I like it because it shows the vicious circle of hate and, and, you know, how people are raised because I think what I liked about this film yeah, it showed that like white supremacy is bad, but it's also showing the other supremacist people too. You know, people that are in gangs and you know white gangs, black gangs, yellow gangs, and all that stuff. It's stupid, and it's just it's going to have that never-ending vicious circle, and it showed at the end of this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I agree that it, it's almost interesting to think you don't have the perspective of the other characters because I mean you're you're following Danny and Derek through the movie, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the whole point of it. But it would be interesting to simply see, even if it's brief, what you know the other side of it is. What leads that person to? Yeah, is what that Danny did to them. Well, not even just that. It, it may not even be that. It could literally just be Derek being who he is in the community meaning his entire family has a target on their back because uh, he is he is a prominent figure in a hate group uh, and, and literally killed two, two black men in a pretty brutal way, especially one, uh, and was I mean, fairly proud of it when he did it. I mean, that stuff is going to be riddled through the community, and then years go by, regardless of what he wants to make up and make amends, they don't care about that. And that kid in the meantime probably is just as impressionable as Danny is, but in the opposite way, he, the only thing he's finding now to feel comfort in is there's a gang that he has to try to fit in, but he has to prove himself. So the way he proves himself is by killing Danny. And it's just a theory, but I mean, it sticks, right? Like it would fit just as much. Like that's where the vicious circle comes in because they, they don't see, you know, the progress that's happening with Derek that, you know, what he, uh, is doing to kind of make amends kind of a little bit. And then mm-hmm. Danny, you look at Danny throughout this whole film. He's not fully a hundred percent on board with the white supremacist thing. He's always like trying to like pull his brother back Derek from doing stupid shit. Um, and then like near the end, when he hears Derek's story, he's like, fuck man, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like he doesn't outright say it, but you could tell he doesn't want to do it anymore. Cause he was never fully a hundred percent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, it's a lot of it is just what you see the people that you you come to to either idolize or, or or those role models in your life, and you and that's what you stick with. But then again, you see what it kind of leads to. I I mean the 
the movie itself is is a, again a great example of how hate just breeds hate and even when you're ready to make the right move like there's still a consequence that might still occur and that unfortunately is what happens in the end um but the uh the thing i wondered as well is um as much as they were showing signs that they were turning the corner, it almost killed me in the end, not near the end of the movie when he gets out of prison. He, he in his own way, he kind of says thank you, but it would have meant so much more if if he would have just outright thanked him or apologized or something to uh, the guy. I can't remember the guy's name and um, that way he was he folded towels with the guy that was like yeah you don't mess with me I'm the most dangerous man in here because I handle the underwear. I think he fully can yeah. do that because the you know the group that he's with is you know going to be like what the fuck are you being all you know right it, I mean no, yeah, he got no homo with a white dude you know I mean that's why he got raped in prison right he got because yeah. he was playing basketball with with everybody and they were like oh which is part of it too is that they they didn't like that he was trying to push their ideals again they were kind of using the premise of this entire actually it's an interesting thing they are using the whole neo-nazi idea in prison to just have have a group to keep each other's backs covered but a lot of them don't believe in it they just have that as a way to help as a label to help themselves fit in a clique it's like being in high school and you got to fit in a clique of one kind that their clique is all we're the Nazis. We're the white racists because no one else will protect us if we don't like that's, that's literally what it is. And they're just cowering behind a shield of racism. Uh, meanwhile, you have a person who comes in and he really is, he is indoctrinated and he's pissed because he's like, well, you guys are not actually Nazis. This is bullshit. And so it's, it's almost like ironic that he actually gets turned on because he is too racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like they had the plan to turn on him in the, the moment. It wasn't so much that he started to actually see he was wrong. And that was why he got attacked. It, it really just happened to be that they just found a moment where, okay, we have something to blame this on. We can, we can do this now, but they, they had plans to fuck with him to begin with. Uh, that he was trying to turn on. Hey, hang, hang on. You guys are like four, four things down the road here. Um, yeah. oh, jump what, Sorry. what happens to him in prison, I think is a subset of, the overall theme of the movie, what the ending's about. I think you guys only got halfway there. You said, you know, hate begets hate. And that's, that's obviously the message here, but I don't think it's a vicious circle. I think that's like defeatist. That's to say, there's always going to be racism. There's no reason to stop being racist. There's, there's always going to be, oh, no, there's always going to be hate. That's stupid. Yeah. I think oh, no, what I it is, uh, Derek and Danny both have, uh, what's the best way to put it? They're, um, reaping what they've sown. And it's too mm-hmm. late. I think that's what that's what happens to Danny at the end. Is mm-hmm. Derek turned turned the corner on hate too late, and mm-hmm. now like they're gonna reap what they've said. And it's the same thing in prison. Is uh, he's just sowing hate all over the place, and then that's what comes back to get him. It's just in an unexpected way. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's the message of the movie. Is your what goes around comes around. If that's if that's what you're putting in the world, that's what you're going to get back. And well, I think yeah, the message is it's up to everyone on their own terms to get away from the the baggage that is hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know, you put it in such like a defeatist, pessimistic way. And I think the movie in its own like ultra-violent, 
well, 90s movie way is trying to be optimistic about well, educating people to not be that way. And then that's, well, that's the point. Like Danny and Derek are both very intelligent children and the pre- the principal sees that in them. As a whole, there's always going to be the yin and yang. There's always going to be darkness. There's always going to be light. Uh, so it's never going to be 100% that we're all going to be living in a utopia. That's just an illusion. Uh, but when you look at individual people, they could change. And that's what Cisco was trying to tell, you know, Derek in jail and stuff. He's like, I was in the same position as you. I was blaming everybody else besides myself. I even hated white people. I hated God. And then, you know, I decided to get that baggage out pretty much. And I think it comes down it, it, it and it shows it perfectly because the whole the whole movie you're thinking, oh, the reason why Derek is on this path because you know some black guy shot his dad who is a fireman. And you find out later on is that the dad is, you know, what put the idea in his head that uh, you know, and word this and word that, and then then the tragedy happened and then it kind of just exploded and overflowed and stuff. Um yeah. but I think it comes down to the parents. And I think that's what this film is also talking about is like hate, hate breeds hate. And the parents, you know, teaching people hate is stupid. And that's what, you know, uh, Derek's dad did to Derek is he taught hate to him. And then a domino effect happened. And then he became a fucking white supremacist gang leader. And it goes for other people too, like other races and stuff. If you're teaching your kids to hate the other race, it's fucking stupid. And, and it teaches all these, uh, the the politics that were happening in this movie, like the border and all that stuff, uh, you know, uh, poverty and all that stuff there. Those are great discussions to have, but when you have extremists, like, you know, the left and the right, and then obviously adds on to people like the white supremacists and then adds on people, uh, that are gang members and all that stuff that are living in these uh, situations is that we can't have these discussions because, you know, if you're not, you're, you're something else, but that's, that's a whole other thing. And I, how they talk about the fucking border in this movie, what Derek does to that fucking market is retarded. (laughs) Like it, it kind of brings down some points that, you know, we should be looking at the border for certain reasons, but not in the way that Derek is handling things. Uh, again, it's the, I think part of this too is that it's not just about like, we're sitting the beating on the, the horse of hate is is dumb, which again it is. But part of this too is that you cannot simply look at the circumstances you're given in, in a situation and suddenly look to blame another group of people. Yeah like to just fix the problem. And again, it goes back to that quote as anything you've done made your life better. There's nothing that Derek did up to that point where he decided to finally look at the other perspective and realize anything he's done, no matter how angry he was, never made his situation any better. Anything, it ultimately was the downfall for his family. Like that's what led to what happened. It's all like, and that really, that goes back to, if just the other side of it, they, you have so many other people that are there that are dealt a shitty hand in life. And it's really up to them to decide, okay, well, how am I, what am I going to do about this? Am I going to try to keep my head up and be positive and, and still just try to be a good person 
to make the best of my situation, even if I can't, which is really difficult to do. Like in real life, that is a very difficult thing to do. Or do I blame somebody else? The easy way out is to, to take that anger and run with it and, and say that it's someone else's fault. And, it's, and again, that's like regardless of racism, sexism, uh, xenophobia, transphobia, that is always a message that is true for people. Like it's, it is so much easier to be hateful, but it is not the right thing to do. Uh, I didn't realize how like relevant this me- this movie was going to be to today. I also, I was also thinking like, man, this movie could not happen today because uh, Twitter mobs would be a thing. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I, uh, Twitter, I, was trying, I was trying to like research this movie a little bit. And I kind of gave up real early on, but one of the things I did see is someone was saying, you couldn't make this movie today and it's not because of the language and the violence. It's because mm-hmm. Hollywood doesn't want to put a message this poignant out into the mainstream anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, eh, that's, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, into a point like they, they have had some similar movies that, that had that thought, but not, not to this extent. I mean, this is, this might be a much yeah, this, more this one, one is very, this oh. one isn't very like clever about it. It's very, I think right. you had stupid people being like, yay, the white person died at the end and all that stuff. And like all the white supremacists being like, yeah, and we're this and we're that. I think yeah. today people would be glorifying what Derek has done and all that stuff. But- well, how much of that is people are different? And how much is that that they're not being challenged by what they're consuming as media? I don't know. That's probably yeah. too intelligent a conversation for us, but. I mean, yeah, I would I would argue that people are just exactly the same. The difference is you you given everyone a, a platform and a megaphone to then shout out. So it just makes it that much more divisive. And you've also we've also created a situation in society where it is okay to to state what you you say without any consequence. Like we have freedom of speech, but freedom of speech without consequence isn't a thing. Like it's not okay that you go out and actively say something hateful. Uh, Without that's, there being some type of thought, and that's the biggest thing, like that would make this like movie very different today versus twenty twenty five years ago. Now, are, uh, sorry to like get a little political here. Are you saying that on a grander scale of government should be punishing people what they say, or are you saying like Mike Tyson way? You say something bullshit to me, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Oh no, totally that. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I, don't yeah. I mean, well, again, the other thing, like if you went into someone's store and decided to video yourself throwing out a bunch of racial slurs and the owner said, get the fuck out of my store and like grabbed you and physically removed you from the store. They have every right to do that because they're a business owner and you were causing disruption in their store. But people get pissed about that and decide you can't do this to me. I have freedom to be here. No, No, you you did until you said something stupid. He has the right to kick you out because you're creating uh, an unsafe environment in his store. Again, it just that's an example of it. But yeah, I meant more of the yeah. You, if you get punched in the mouth for it, yeah, you deserve that. So it is what it is. Uh, but uh, I, I do agree with Andy too that it, the movie is also still trying to to say that there there is hope and there is a point in trying to still break this cycle. Uh, I would argue that based on that point, the most important part of the movie or the story, at least didn't even happen yet the most important part of the story is what does he do next what does Derek do next because Derek could easily resort back to the the type of life he was living out of anger of losing his brother or he could make the harder choice and still face up and realize this I did this this was my fault I need to make it right so it doesn't happen to someone else and then put himself out there to help 
Well, that's what Disco would have to like talk to Derek about. Be like, you have a fork in the road. You either go down the same path you always been doing uh, since before you were in jail, or you you face, you know, you reap what you sowed, and you just have to live with that. You're the possibility that your brother died because of you uh, on your actions, pretty much. And I kind of like that it ended that way. That we never know because. We shouldn't know. It should be based off of our own hands of what he's done. And in my opinion, I think he does continue the path, the good path of, you know, working things out with with the Cisco, by the way, because I he, he kind of figures out that Sweeney is a good fucking teacher and he should he should have just kept on uh, absorbing what he was saying before his stupid dad said something. But I do want to hear something from Zach. Do you have anything to say about this movie? Not really. Uh, you guys pretty much said everything else. Uh, <laughs> Edward Norton was great. Um, this probably one of the, I, I don't know. He's kind of a great actor anyway. Every time I've seen him in something, I'm like, that was awesome. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I like the story with him and the, the, the dude he kind of befriended in prison. That was like real cool. Uh kind of felt like that was like a one of the bigger emotional cores of the story you know mm-hmm. uh and they did it in like a, a more i would say subtle realistic kind of way it's like he didn't fucking just outright befriend that guy it took time <laughs> and over time that dude finally just got him to crack and interact with him yeah instead of just like you know well he spoke what- his language right he like knew what he was thinking about him because of the SWAT stickish fucking uh, tattoos that he had on him, and he kind of broke them. I like that. He's also just very funny. Yeah, he's, he's funny. funny. Yeah, he was, a, <laughs> yeah. he was a funny guy. Yeah, but uh, that's kind of all I gotta say. Really. So I want to bring up Edward Norton's fucking uh, IMDb, and uh, he did Primal Fear, which was one of his big movies back in the nineties. Then he did American History X, and then. Uh, after rounders fucking fight club happened so yeah so he 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 fucking he did amazing movies during that time was that edward furlong's last big movie american history x i believe so that's (laughs) that's a question i want to bring up to you guys do you think this is edward furlong's best movie uh uh, I guess so because I can't even remember who he is. Or he was the kid in Terminator Two. Oh yeah, he's John Connor. Connor yeah. So, so that's the thing is, I think this is the, the his best performance is this movie. This is not the best movie he's in because Terminator Two is a better movie than this. I would argue in terms of just general movies, but uh, he's not very good in Terminator Two. Like he's kind of yeah. No, he's whiny. I'm a hacker. Yeah. I steal money from people. Oh my god, a Terminator's coming after me. And he gets my on his taught me to do this. <laughs> He's like a young, disaffected teenager. Well, how do you want him to act? He's still acting and stuff, and I haven't heard of any of it. Yeah, this, I just wonder if this movie broke him. This movie, he was like, I, I don't know. I, just... I think this guy just didn't have that much talent. He got lucky. He lucked into Terminator 2, and then... uh because when I was watching this, I was like, he's not acting that different from how he acted in Terminator 2. He's just a little older. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'd say Fair he's enough. probably the weakest person in this movie in terms of their performance, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, he just has to be a, a 
rather stoic skinhead. He's, he's kind of quiet for the most part. He's kind of aloof. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think he's the weakest actor in this because he's never like um, which one of you? I think it was Dubs was saying like he never fully commits to being a skinhead or anything. He never I, fully I, committed to this role either. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's 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 the more comical way of what I was gonna say is I think he does. I think the character does. He's like writing about Mein Kampf in school and going all the the punk show meetings and he's best buddies with Cameron. He's getting a tattoo. I think he has bought into it. It's just his acting is so like milk toast. It's kind of like I yeah. think this guy's full of hate. I, I can't really tell. And then he, he, he's he's better when he's supposed to be a more sympathetic character but uh, I, I don't know I, I agree with zach though i think he's the least I, I i slightly disagree on the just the fact i think his acting just is poor to really convey it but there are very specific lines that are delivered to make you think that he's doubting the shit he's being fed with but he is still doing things he's not he's not so much like believing he's doing more things on command or he's doing things to get the attention so that's the way I look at it. And I don't know. My, my own doc talk is thinking at his age, like teenagers are at this age where they will do things to get attention. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Like he, not, not I'm like gonna be a skinhead. I'm going to be a goth. I'm going to be whatever. It's I, I'm finding a place where I belong, but also more importantly, I'm trying to make the role models that I look up to proud of me. Like that's yeah. his two role models at the moment are his brother who curb stomped a black man with a fucking swastika on his chest very proudly in front of him. And the other person is the man who groomed his brother to be that way. Like that's what else is he supposed to do? Let's like, talk about that. Cameron. He's a pussy. He's a pussy uh, dude. Yeah. Like he's, he's feeding them all this bullshit, but he never takes fucking like, Remember the part where the, the market and stuff, he's like, hey, you want to be, you know, look at this? He's like, nah, man, I need to get away from this and all that stuff. He's being a pussy. And also, like, he, he's manipulative. Yeah. 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 They found it. And then Edward, uh, Edward Furlong, uh, Derek found out in, in the slammer that uh, the guy only spent like two months and then and uh, left or whatever. And, yeah. And, oh, it's sounds sounds awfully familiar. And, to just the general thing of oh I'm going to con a bunch of people to believe into something so they they buy into whatever I want them to I just this is what it is the guy probably has a tiger based on what I learned from the documentary Tiger King <laughs> just, just saying he probably has some exotic animals somewhere in that weird like barn shed thing they were hanging out in I like his carpet uh, it was like baby shit green. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking, and it looked all dingy and shit. And I'm like, and he had like the wood panel wall. It was all old as fuck. I'm like, yeah, this it looks like it'd be like some weird Nazi motherfuckers. It had, it had hooker. that weird, it had that weird, like, you know, those like trailers that like contractor, ma- like building managers have, or if you've ever been to like, yeah. if you've ever been like, anywhere in construction or like coal mines, the same thing, like the building, they'll have like a building that's a trailer or a house or just, it just fits, but the inside of it looks like that. Yeah. And it's like, am I about to buy a fucking used car from this guy why does this room look this way <laughs> like that's what his room looks like but he's just back there hanging out with this nazi shit this is weird yeah. so fucking strange i was just confused about like where they were the whole time i was like is that's this a I... barn is it a old factory is it like what is going on <laughs> i kind of feel like it was especially when he runs away he's like in some industrial area like yeah. that's why that's what i just assumed but yeah it's it is strange looking work area it made, or something it, yeah it made me think he was some kind of like building contractor guy like he 
ran a fucking company or some shit and he's got to hide his Nazi HQ somewhere that's like you wouldn't think would be there like not like a stupid biker bar or some shit no that's that's the the construction people (laughs) so I do you think Cisco read that paper because that's that's one like stupid thing like my nitpicking happened like one that's part of the crime scene so the police probably took the paper (laughs) did he ever now, Cisco took that shit and framed it and put it up in his fucking classroom. And then when he teaches people shit, he's like, this, this, uh, this, this kid wrote this and died and it's got his blood on it. And I want you all to read it. And he, f- he fucking makes everybody read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he would do the trick. Yeah, that definitely does. That's what I was thinking is like this right here is just like for him, it's got to be heartbreaking, too, because he's so close. And like, what, just talk more about that character. Like, we don't know all of his backstory. All we need to know is that the fact that in the face of just outright, like, just the true face of adversity, for his face of hate, like a man is a saint for what he's trying to do. He say he's literally trying to help fix young men who are, are, are turning to a life of crime on both sides, right? We only see him dealing with, it's not like he's only out there trying to turn skinheads into normal people. He, he's, he's also a, a person that is working in a setting where he's trying to stop gang violence as a whole. He's trying to stop hate. Uh, and it's such a difficult thing to do. Like he is fighting an uphill battle. That's so hard, but he's trying. And, uh, and again, he, he actually got through to them. So in a way he was, he was, he had a victory there. It's just, Tragically, like you'd said before, Andy, it was too late. Yeah. What was that one movie where uh, a white teacher goes into like a black uh, neighborhood and stuff and is teaching and like they tr- is that South Park? <laughs> <laughs> How do I reach these? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking, fucking uh, thing I was talking about earlier with fucking George Lopez. Oh Jesus! You're gonna go ahead and finish what you were saying, though. It's a '90s movie, and I I just remember like they were shooting at her and shit, and like at the end, like they do like a a gang a gang like gets into the school and is like trying to like murder her, and like a, like a, a group of her students like helps her out. I forgot. Is that the, the, the movie with Hillary Swank? She's she's an English teacher. She's like trying to teach the kids English. I think I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the name of the movie, but I know what movie you're talking about. There is also a movie, funny enough, that is, uh, I don't remember the name of it, maybe you guys would know, but it is about a high school, uh, I think it's based on a short story, but it's about a, a high school where a history teacher is trying to teach people how easy it is to manipulate a group of people into something hateful, because simply they're, they're learning about the Holocaust in World War Two, and they're like, how could a bunch of people become Nazis? I can't believe this. So he does like a little social experiment, and it ends up turning the kids into Nazis. But not only that, it goes like way overboard. Like they end up becoming like a sect of, of a much larger like Nazi organization that was planted to like take a bunch of children in, uh, throughout the country and become like the next generation of Nazis. It is like an absurdly weird movie in terms of where it goes what the fuck? Um, and it's and it's <laughs> definitely got that weird like after school special type of feel like it's like b movie at best uh, oh it is so bad I, I remember watching it in high school and i was like what the fuck is this uh and it just takes a turn out of nowhere like it it looks like it's going to teach them the lesson like oh they became nazis like that and then they really are nazis and they really joined a real nazi group because you thought it was just the school. It was like, nope, we, we joined the other youthful Nazis of America. Apparently this was happening everywhere. 
And it turns out the person was actually trying to coordinate and make Nazis the whole time. No, they they really joined the National Social Socialist Workers Party, and and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Yeah, it, it it's, it's a strange movie, but uh, it's like this the think of Madness that. equivalent of like fucking hate group shit or something. It's like what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I think one one message in general of these types of things is that. It, people should never underestimate the power of impression and anyone can, can be convinced of something uh, with the right scenario, right setting of things. Um, ju- and just as much so they can change their mind. Someone who has been set that way can, can be brought back to the other side where you use that logic to see, okay, this was wrong. And that's exactly what Sweeney proves. But I know we've harped on enough about this and I'm, I'm going on and on and on. Uh, I mean, what did you guys think of the movie itself? Just like overall, like, is it something you'd recommend to someone? Is it something you want to watch again? I feel like that's an important thing to ask because I'd recommend this movie to anybody to watch. I, I guess I'll go first with that. But I, I probably will never watch this again, maybe one more time in my life. I don't have any desire to watch it, but I, I do see it as an important thing for people to watch. Uh, but yeah. it, at an extreme, it's, it's a rough movie, though. It's hard to get through. Yeah, I, I recommend a one-off. So if you've never seen this movie or if you're, like, trying to teach, you know, kids to not be dumb and, you know, <laughs> and have that baggage of hate, I would say, like, you know, show it to them. One, before, one last thing. When Derek gets arrested, he smiles, and then his, his tone changes. Does he have the realization, like, oh, shit, I'm going to jail? I think so. Yeah, he's smirking. Yeah, it was well. It's kind of kid that shot Danny at first. It was like he's like just staring stone cold, and then it's like you see his face kind oh, of shit. breaks a little bit. Like, oh shit, I just killed this guy. <laughs> it's a sim- similar kind of thing. It 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 the cycle repeated. Yeah, yeah. Because I I I looked at the scene because I was like, why do we slow this down? Uh, and then like. Oh, they're rubbing like, your nose in it. They're like, look at this. Yeah, yeah, so you go look at his face. Look at his fucking face. Do you see his face? Do you see his mouth twitch? Do you see his eyeball? Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I recommend on a one of I this is not I'm not gonna strive to be like, oh, I need to watch an Edward Furlong movie. Let me no Edward <laughs> Furlong. Jesus. Uh Edward yeah, you Norton. Watch movie. The Crow, City of Angels. Yeah. I, I want to watch an Edward Norton movie. Let me see. Fight Club? Nah, fuck that. Let's go to American History X. No, I'm not I'm not gonna see that again. Uh Andy, what about you? Uh yeah, I, I'll probably watch it again one day. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it a whole bunch or anything. But yeah, it's a good enough movie. I'll probably see it again sometime in the future. But yeah, I'd recommend it if anyone hasn't seen it. I'd say yeah, definitely watch it for sure. Port yeah. Lawson. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. I I liked it. I don't. I'm not gonna rush to see it again so quickly. I'll probably watch it again someday down the line. Uh, I don't know. I went my whole life not seeing it up to this point, so it'll probably be an equal amount of time before I ever see it again. <laughs> Your whole life? My whole I life? Had a, I had a Mandela effect while watching this movie. Uh, when Cameron, uh, when when Derek like punches Cameron and shit and beats the shit out of him, in, in my version, I thought he shot him and killed him. Oh. And then he, he leaves. In my version, he made him bite the curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Chaz, what's next? All right. Spin the wheel, make a deal. Let me That's what this my... feels like so far. The fuck? 
Let me look. I, I just got to figure out what would be the bigger curveball to throw Chaz out Chaz secretly does not have a theme. He's just pulling random movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Jurassic Park, American History X. I want to watch fucking uh, um, Exodus. And uh, I want to watch... All right, you guys, you guys are too funny. We're going to watch Barbarian. I've already seen this movie. Two out of ten. Oh, uh, well, sounds like you don't have to watch it again. If you've watched it recently, you can just tell Barbarian? us about it. Barbarian? Yeah, yeah, we're watching Barbarian. It's a movie from 2021, a horror movie. Oh. Yeah, I won't say anything else about it. Yep. This is what we're going to watch. It's cool. I, I get to skip a movie day. I, get, I can do whatever I want that evening. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Barbarians? That one? Barbarian. Barbarian. Twenty. On, uh, if you look at it by MDB, it's like Barbarian 2021. That's that's the year. It's on Barbarians? Max. I mean, there's literally a 2021 movie called Barbarians, plural. It's no, oh, is it? No, Barbarian came out last year, man. 2022? 2022. Oh. It came out last fall. Oh, I mean, it is 2022. Hold on, let me see. 2022. It, yes. Yeah. Last year, there was I'm sorry. Yeah, ironically, yeah, there there is a movie called Barbarians from 2021. This is not that. It's Barbarian 2022. Uh, yeah, it's a horror movie. Uh, it has Justin Long in it. It's a movie. The person I recognize immediately. God, when the last time I fucking watched a Justin Long movie? Ask me about my wiener. And that, that's probably the accepted. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh man, that was before Jonah Hill was like famous at all. He he had to dress up as a. As a I watched wiener. Portlandia. I remember watching him in that. Okay. Yeah, uh, Barbarians on Max. Uh, if you can't do that, you can probably find it some other way. Yep, the seas. So remember, Barbarian, twenty twenty two, film with Justin Long. That's all you need to know. And then we'll come back here and we will talk about it before we get into the last word. Here is Macho Man. Wow! Oh, somebody put a microphone in front of me. You know what that means, brother. Yeah. I've heard all about this uh, podcasting thing. I think I've been on it a time or two myself, I believe. Uh, It's a little intergalactic for me, a little out there, you know, but that's okay, brother. Yeah. Because on Getting Some Color, you can relive moments, me and my glory, and my moment of glory. Before the yellow and red Brutus, you know who I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, the guy who was backstabbing, hot dogging, grandstanding. Forget all about him. You can see the Macho Man in his glory days. Or you can hear people talking about it, at least. You can watch, too. But hey, that's not what's important. The devil's in the details. Sometimes the details aren't important. Sometimes they are. These details, they're a little bit important. You can catch, get some color. Bi-weekly Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern. Be there or not, as they say. Wow! Wow, man, freak out, yeah! Thank you, Macho Man, for that, that advertisement of getting some color. We just did WCW Slamboree, and... Yeah. 
1994, and that was a fucking good one. So it's pretty solid. Yeah, go watch on uh, Catch Entertainment. We have the video up there. I'm still working on trying to get it on the audio because it's a big file, and I got to figure out because I'm on a new computer. And I don't have my programs like I have on uh, uh, my old computer to compress it down with good quality. Yeah, anyway. Is it possible Slamboree 94 is the best movie, or not movie, but best uh, WCW show that we've reviewed as, as a trio? Possibly. Yeah, I think so. You should watch and find out. Yeah. Or listen. Or listen. You, you, or, I mean, if you want to try to taste it, you can too. You're probably going to need drugs for that, though. Yeah. Or Yeah. yeah. Usually, <laughs> yeah. usually we are bi-weekly on Thursdays, just like Macho Man said. Anyway. Usually. Usually. usually last word is where we talk about what the hell we've been playing watching and doing um i'm gonna be honest with you guys i've been doing a whole shit of nothing uh i've been thinking about playing games i want to get uh what's it xenoblade chronicles i want to get the game i can't find it in any of the boxes so i probably have to rebuy it so i might be playing that uh eventually and streaming it uh, I deleted Twitter again for the second time. Good for uh, you. Yeah. The only reason I'm why... I'm a blue sky now. Oh. No. I'm a Mastodon thread. I'm a Mastodon and I'm a blue sky and I'm on that other one with all the racists. I, I reactivated my MySpace account. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have you guys seen? I know it's a dumb thing, but you see the whole thing with Elon Musk and, and uh, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg the cage fight, and it's like st- Steel Cage and Tom from MySpace is the special guest referee. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Let's just all go back to blogs and forums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a time. So, yeah. I, I I think this is going to be for good for now uh, because the only reason why I came I I got out of it before Elon bought Twitter because I was like this is fucking retarded and then Elon bought it and like funny shit was happening to me so I went back on it just to see the funny shit and now it's getting retarded again so I'm just like you know what I don't need this uh, and it's good and it, and it's good now because he made it that you need an account to like look at Twitter. And when I got it the second time again, uh, that's when you were able to look at, look at Twitter without an account. And I wondered why the links I send stopped working. I, just, I was just like, I guess I'm just not sharing Twitter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Twitter. Well, it turns out Twitter is where many of the cesspools of TM six. It just is what it is. If you know, you know, I don't know what TM six is. TM TM six is the Pokemon move for toxic. Oh, you're welcome. I was talking about TM61, that tag team from NXT. Those two Australian guys, and one of them became uh, uh, T Bar or Mace or whatever the fuck. Oh, God. That's <laughs> when they made that anti off action, that was, <laughs> that <group. laughs> was crazy. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been also trying to like get distractions because, you know, I've, I've said it a thousand times on here. Like, I want to write a book, but like, there's so many distractions. And I know like people are like, oh, just shut it off, man. I'm I'm addicted to fucking like the internet. <laughs> I'm a, that's the first step is realizing your problem is that you're addicted to the internet. So leave I your, leave your phone, get a notebook, go outside with a pen and paper and write. Yes. So I'm only limiting my computer time, meaning internet time uh, for three days, Sunday. So I can stream uh, Tuesday because I do this show 
and Thursday because I do get in some color. It's the only time I'm going to be on a computer doing stuff. Other times I'm just going to be writing, either you know playing a video game or um, you know listening to an audiobook or reading and stuff. So that's what I've been kind of doing is just like trying to train my brain to get the dopamine out of the internet and it's it's fucking hard <laughs> i'll tell you that uh other than that that's all i've been doing i don't think i've watched I, i've been watching like shows the idris elba fucking hijack show on apple tv is really good um and the uh the foundation season two just came out but yeah andy what about you um, I played more Tears of the Kingdom. Honestly, I uh, I'm pretty near the end. And I earlier I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this last dungeon or whatever this is. I can talk about it on the show. And for like almost two solid hours, all I did was listen to insert credit podcast and just horse around in Tears of the Kingdom. I was like, go get some real shit done. I just like ran around, just like killing stuff and collecting flowers and picking up rocks and just horsing around and i was like oh shit two hours went by and i didn't do anything except have mindless fun like so, that game's good for that i guess um i watched a little more atlanta still like it i got um what's not hbo max max i guess it's just called max it's, it's just max now i have max again and i was like i'm gonna watch all these movies i'm gonna watch all this turner classic stuff i'm gonna finally watch sopranos i'm gonna watch all this other shit i just got cut up on south park because i'm lazy and a piece of shit but uh, yeah, there were two seasons of South Park I watched, and they were funny. And I also watched a bunch of random episodes of Samurai Jack. No reason for it. I just like that show. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've done. Okay. Nice. Chaz, what about you? Yeah, so let's start with my stuff that I, I've, I've got here hanging out with me. So I haven't really done anything with Pokemon cards. Like I haven't like played or anything, but I did get the card that we that I had a few weeks ago, we talked about that. I got graded. Uh, it's the one that I pulled at nationals. It came back and Beckett gave it a nine. Show my, my frustration here that if I get my focus, they managed to give it all scores, at least nine and two of them are nine and a half that averages and it should round up to 9.5. 9.5. Nine, yeah. So yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay with it, but I'm debating whether I want to take this and, and try my chances with one of the other companies to get a 10, but who knows? I'll, I'll decide that later. Um, Dave Meltzer, motherfuckers. I know, right? It gave me, it just gave me four stars. It was uh, fucking John Moxley card. It'd be like fucking 12. Maybe I should put blood on it and say that I got it from the Tokyo Dome. And I'll get yeah. six stars. Yeah. <laughs> get that black label 10. Uh, Red label. So, uh, the reason I have the belt here is uh, there was a, you defeated a local Satan convention. In, in a spiritual <laughs> warfare match. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> no, keep going. No, that is really funny, though. I forgot that was a thing. Uh, but uh, there was a convention uh, locally this weekend, which I, I helped with. I, I did last year. It was the second annual final boss con in, in uh, good old Rio Grande, Ohio. Uh, Rio Grande. Yeah, go Red Storm. Uh, but, uh, anyway, it's, it's actually really cool. They had a huge turnout, which was great. Uh, tons of people came out, uh, locally. So big, basically a nerd convention for, for Southeast Ohio. And, uh, I helped organize and, and run, uh, 
a lot of the uh, gaming events. So there was like this uh, set of uh, mini games that were out, and basically you played the games, and you had a cumulative high score, and winner got a big prize. And then there was a big Super Smash Brothers tournament, and winner got a big prize. And then there was a Smash 64 tournament, and the winner got a big prize. And then there was, the main event was a Street Fighter tournament, and the winner got a big prize. So I participated in the little high score thing, and I got second place. Um, but uh, it's okay. Uh, was, the guy that, that won like is just like... That man shredded Paperboy. So the games were Paperboy for NES, uh, Game Ground for Sega Genesis, mm. uh, Pokemon Puzzle League for N64, and Smash TV for SNES. And like they like we had like multipliers to like help make the scores. Like basically, it was you tallied up all the total scores that you got, and that was your grand total. The problem is, is that Smash TV you can just be relatively good at and get a million points. And uh, the other ones don't score anywhere near that. So we had to multiply to like have them kind of add to it. But uh, the other, the winning score, the guy got like two over 2 million points. And I was second place with like 1.4 million with all the scores added together. But it's because it's this awesome, like crushed paper boy. Oh, I should have said too, is also one try. You get one try to play these games. Um, but that's I was very pretty, proud of it. That's a pretty eclectic selection of, of, of games there for high score stuff. Yep, and they were all on hard. Like everything had to be set to hard. You had to just try it first, try and go with it. And uh, I was, I was very happy with how I did the twin stick stuff. Like I did the I mean the main reason I did well is because I did well with Smash TV. I never played it, but twin stick stuff is I don't know, just came to me, and I got lucky oh, and found a bonus room. You play twin stick shooter. You played them all. Yeah, this is how it felt. So, Game Ground was weird. I, I want to go back and play that a little more. It was interesting tactical. I still couldn't believe that they'd chosen Game Ground. That's what I was the saying, other three yeah. made sense. I was like, Game Ground, okay. Well, it ended up being the one that like kind of made things slow down because it took forever. Yeah, it's like it's just long. Just fucking put Tetris there. Well, they I mean, were, they had puzzle. No, no columns. If they had any culture about them, they would have chose columns. Well, they already yeah. had a puzzle game, I guess. So I bet yeah. I something else, something different. Columns. Well, that's so, what scared uh, me off because I was like, I know I can crush Puzzle League. Uh, Paperboy, mm-hmm. I'm capable of. Smash TV, I'm capable of. But Game Ground, I don't fucking know dick about. So, yeah. It's well, a lot of people like. I think there were only like two or three people that like actually went very far in it because most people had no idea what was happening, and then just died kind of quickly. But like, I I spent 25 minutes playing Game Ground. The guy that won spent like half an hour playing, and we had top two scores. Uh, yeah, I just like, knew I wasn't gonna stick around all day. So no. Yeah. Well, we got it in all early, but it, it was fun. Um, and then uh, the I didn't get to do the Smash Ultimate Tournament, which I didn't care for anyway, but it was run by a different group. Um, the Smash 64 Tournament I participated in, I I got top four. Uh, it was fine. I did, again, I haven't played Smash 64 since the last time I went to this tournament last year and got second. So uh, it was fine. But uh, yeah, had, had a lot of fun. And then I ended up winning Street Fighter. Uh, I did I did the thing where I made the French girl grab people and, and dance and, and go la 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 and it frustrated people and I ended up winning this bad boy. I hold it up the right way. Spiritual warfare champion. Yeah, I'm this. I am the the 2023 final boss con champ of spiritual warfare apparently. The but, tribal but, chief. So the funny thing is the <laughs> other guy that had me. I'll get shout out to to Mr. Ben Blag who uh, has a wrestling show coming up this Friday uh, in Portsmouth, Ohio. 
wish I could be there to watch it. Um, I can't remember the promotion, but he is the champion. Uh, he wrestles and he's going to be putting his title on the line. Ricky Morton's going to be there. That's kind of cool, but uh, unfortunately I can't go as much as I'm doing for promoting for him. But uh, he he's a really nice guy. I met him uh, and he actually travels and, and goes to a lot of fighting uh, events and stuff. And he went to CEO and, and actually did decently well at CEO. Um, and so basically I played through the event and one like went undefeated up to the winner's bracket. And I, I played against him the first time and beat him. But then he and I played the, the second time around and he reset the bracket. So we had to play in grand finals and I, I ended up winning. But he was like when he did that, and he reset it. He was like, ah, I really I really got to win this. I really want that exclusive poster. I, I really want it. And my, th- my thought is, OK, I'm, I'm going to lose this poster at, at the house that I'm about to move out of. So I don't care about this poster. Um, like I already knew ahead of time, I, I want that belt. So at the end, I ended up winning. I gave him the poster and I was like, you hang this up to remind yourself that you couldn't actually win it yourself. So you'll think of me. Um, and he was like, <laughs> what kind of BBC logic is that? I want you to be better. So I'm going to stab you in the head with a screwdriver. It's like, what she's fucking. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's that was the whole thing. As yeah, I was well, you just use this as a reminder of your failures to get better. Uh, but now he's a great guy. We had a lot of fun. We had a really cool set. Chief. He just you just did say acknowledge me with that poster. That's See? yeah. You didn't want yeah. to be that way. They he made you that way. I had I had to do that. It's just it's it's the thing that I do. It's necessary for my family. I'm the head of the table. Is what you gonna do? He wasn't juicy enough. Get it. I finally get it, Roman. I'm going to grow my hair out now. I get why your hair is so wet now. Oh, God. Yeah, it's all the decisions you have to make. But, yeah, the, <laughs> the event itself was, was a lot of fun, though. Um, other things I, I got into, I mean, I did also play Street Fighter Online and much less uh, accomplishing, but on ranked, I, I finally hit gold. Uh, yeah, I played Street Fighter. Whoa. You did? Yeah, you when you came over, you played Street Fighter. And then uh, we also... Play did you poker. learn anything? Uh, not really. I mean, Fuck. I liked it. God damn it! I played. Uh, I played as the girl who who does the graffiti and the dancing. Kimberly. She was a lot of fun. The other characters I played, I was like, yeah, this is all right. But she was the one I liked. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we did poker. That was a lot of fun. And my, my highlight of that was that I once we got to a certain point of drunkenness, we were just picking albums to listen to, and someone just picked. Tenacious D. Actually, Annie may have been you. I can't remember. It was not you. Someone picked Tenacious D and we just sang all of that. We finished playing poker, but everyone just kind of stuck around to just finish singing (laughs) the last 20 minutes of it. Uh, It was pretty funny. Um, That was Fucker Gently part of that playlist? Oh, yeah. It was the entire entire first album. Yeah, it was. We went through all of it. Yeah, and then uh, and then I was on a kick, so like the next day, uh, uh, or sorry, not the next day, the day after. So two, yesterday, um, I watched Pick a Destiny. It was a great movie. I was on my Tenacious D kick from that. Um, I finished Dragon Ball Super. Again, I got through the Tournament of Power. And it's, it's got some really cool moments. That uh, like, single move where he is like Ultra Instinct and he does the whole thing with the sliding Kamehameha ball. Super fucking cool looking. But... Uh, it was good to watch. And then I watched the movies. I actually did that today. I watched uh, Super Broly, and then I watched Superhero again, which I forgot I actually own the Broly movie. And now I own Hero as well. So, uh, which, 
if you haven't watched, I recommend it. It's great fan service to to characters other than Goku and Vegeta. Um, and the random one I wanted to talk about, which really got me. I don't know if I was just like in a, a point of exhaustion or whatever else hit, but the next day I was like a little hungover, but I went back home and I had to ha- like watch my daughter because my wife went to go do some stuff. So we had like a little daddy daughter day. We went to a public pool and she like swam by herself for the first time. It was kind of cool. And, you know, we just did our own thing, had fun. And then in the day we, uh, we watched Bluey, uh, they're like new episodes that are out and they have, again, for the most part, they're funny and they're not like too weighty, but there's one episode that's about their aunt that comes back but never comes to visit them, but finally comes by, but then feels like it's a mistake. And it's, it's actually because she can't have kids. She's infertile. So there's a weird message that got kind of dark. And then like two episodes later, there's a weird episode about other kids that are out playing. They're playing like space Rangers. And the one kid is sabotaging. What is it? Why can't her aunt come over? Cause she can't have children. She can't come over. No, no, she's choosing not to come out. Like she, she's choosing to not come around because being around kids. Oh, okay, her. okay. Yeah, but like they've mended the relationship. Like that's it's it, yeah, strange. But anyway, the these yeah. Oh, this one gets worse. So uh, right before I started watching it, my wife was like, "Can you tell me like, does this mean something?" I don't think I completely got the message of this episode. But we're watching it. These boys are playing like Space Rangers. And one of the, the boys is he's acting kind of strange, like he's indifferent to what's happening, but he, they like drug him along to make him play. And, and uh, he's as the scientist or whatever, he's sabotaging them in the like their play. So they get sucked like near a black hole <laughs> and they don't know what's happening. And like at one point he's supposed to go out of the spaceship, uh, but it's like black mirror like, shit. <laughs> he he intentionally untethers himself to like get stuck in space, but they go and save him, and then he comes back, and they're like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Nothing, I'm fine." And then they get to the black hole, and he says, "We should all do hypersleep until we get there, or go away." And then while they're in hypersleep, he like goes back and says, "Set uh, course for black hole," and then he's gonna go off on his own and jump into the black hole, and and I was sitting there, I was crying, like I like not like tear like i am like just streaming tear i don't know is weird like i think my adderall like just worn off like some extra sense or whatever but suzanne's looking at me is like i'm guessing you got the message what was this about i was like he's it's it's literally a metaphor for depression and suicide how did you not get that well, he's, he literally he's, tries to commit suicide yeah it's like he's trying to kill himself while he's because like, these are little these are dogs in a cartoon that are pretending to play a game and he is trying to show them he's killing himself and he doesn't want his friends to die but he feels like he's alone so the whole thing is like he doesn't actually die they go save him from the black hole because his friends are there he's got support so it's also a somewhat positive message you're not alone well, it's really fucked up so well, you know the children's show doesn't end on a somber note regarding suicide well yeah. they all watch interstellar and they knew if you go through a black hole you go to the fourth dimension <laughs> that's what it is and then, and then you get to like go to the future and, and send weird messages through a bookcase yes <laughs> that also made me fucking cry. That that's a beautiful movie. One day we will watch that, or if you already have, yeah, we will. I already have. It sounds like I was in the black hole, and I'm gonna look through the bookcase and watch. Well, mm-hmm. then you guys already know. Go I, whatever episode that is. Go back and find it and watch it. 
Don't let me leave, Murph. Don't let me leave. (laughs) That movie changed my opinion of Matthew McConaughey. Oh, right, oh, right, no, I used right. to like him. No, I'm just kidding. No, I used to like Goofy sitcom motherfucker. Or not sitcom, but, you know, rom-com. Fucking yeah, Sahara yeah. He used to be like, you know, a stoner or something. But Stoner know. rom-com guy. He took his shirt off. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Chaz, anything yeah. else? Um, No, I think that was... I think that was it. Oh. Yeah, we'll say it's it. I wanted to bring one thing up. I watched the territories thing that they have going on and watched the thing about Andy Kaufman. All just, tales from the territories. Yeah, I just want to say yeah. greatest fucking heel ever. Uh, that's all I want to say. The yeah, comedian. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. He had like a long running angle in Memphis with like Jerry Lawler. It lasted like years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he was, he went there and he would fight women in matches and then he he became the women's champion, and people fucking hated him and shit. It was incredible. It yeah, was, he was amazing. The, he was the intergender. That. That was amazing. He was the intergender <laughs> champ, world champion. They got some. Uh, there's just, I forget the woman's name. Foxy. Fo- Foxy. Yeah, they got her from the crowd, and like she in a shoot almost beat Andy Kaufman. It, it was a shoot. So like, all those where they get the random women from out in the crowd. That that was a shoot because then he could just overpower them and pin them. Yeah, and then at some point, Jerry Lawler, like, because uh, Jerry Lawler was in Foxy's corner, and then after when Andy Kaufman beats Foxy, like, Jerry Lawler, like, pile-drived him twice, and he kayfabed that Jerry Lawler broke his neck, even told his parents that Jerry Lawler bro- broke his neck. Even till the day he died, they hated Jerry Lawler because yeah. they thought he broke his neck. Uh He's and, wearing that neck brace everywhere, and he would not move. That's the thing; he would not budge after that. It's, they he waited until they carted him out of that fucking ring. He was literally kayfabe, brother. <laughs> that shit's awesome, man. I love stuff like that. Yeah, I I linked it in the chat, Andy. Give it a watch; it's it's really good. Like the, even the David Letterman part, like Andy Kaufman wanted Jerry Lawler to do something, but then Jerry Lawler's like, you know, they're just not gonna show it on air, and he, uh, yeah. And Jerry Lawler like slapped Andy in the face and they didn't discuss this. This was like on on the on the fly. And then Andy Kaufman like Kurt used like every foul language possible. For and they didn't, years, like yeah. decades, people thought that shit was real. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember people talking about it like in the late nineties, so not sure if that was like fucking work or not. Yeah. Sad that he died though. Yeah. Yeah. But Zach, what about you? What the hell you been watching playing or doing? Well, uh I've been fixing shit since Sunday. <laughs> I've not had I've not had a run of good luck here at, at the house, uh, with various things. But even uh, the toilet. Yeah, and the toilet just decided to fuck with me before we started uh recording. Uh but no, like I was supposed to like there was talk of me going to the, the, the con where Chaz won the spiritual warfare championship and <laughs> made that guy fucking acknowledge him, basically. Uh, I, but then I was... Something in my gut was telling me, like, I don't know, I don't want to go. And so I, I just decided not to go. Well, that was a good thing that I decided not to because something bad happened. <laughs> so, and uh, I, I, I went to go somewhere else in town... And my car died. 
And Aww. my car would have just died out in the middle of Route 2, out in the middle of fucking nowhere, if I decided to go up there that morning. Damn. So, uh, luckily, true. I I died very close uh, to a friend's place, and I was able to leave it there. My alternator went out. So I had to, like, change that shit out and fix it. And that was... I did it myself. I didn't have to take it to a mechanic and have them do it. Uh, so I saved some money there. Uh, then... My uh, dryer belt snapped because oh, I was trying to do a friend a favor and do a spot of laundry for him because he's having problems. And uh, he, he gave me this giant fucking security blanket that's like the size of a California king bed or some shit. And it's like, it's like, the, well, you know, those weighted anxiety blankets. Like, I yeah. think it's like one of those. And I threw it in my washer. I was like, yeah, brother. And then I, I took that motherfucker out. It weighed like 25 pounds. <laughs> And then I threw that in my dryer, and I'm pretty sure it caused the belt to snap in my dryer. It was too fucking heavy. Uh, he owes me dinner, but like, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's cool though. It's cool, but um, yeah, I had to, that's easy though. Replacing the belt, drive belt, and dryer is fucking easy. Um, and what else happened? I came home Monday. My, my sister came back here for a spell, and. She's like, hey, nothing works on the TV, the smart TV. None of the fucking apps were working at all. None of them would load. None of them would do anything. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. This happened before, but it was only with one app. So typically you just delete that app and reinstall it and it works. But this was multiple things. What the fuck is this causing this? I Googled. And apparently sometimes you just need to like power cycle your smart TV. Uh, I've never had to do that on my Sony here in my, my entertainment center in yeah. the, in the entertainment plaza here. Um, I'm curious what smart TV brand do you have? Is it an LG? No, it was a high sense. The LG is a similar problem, uh, that you have to do the same thing. Yeah. I, I wanted it the hard way. Yep. So if, if anybody did not know that and they ran into that problem, there you go. Just power cycle your TV sometimes. My old fire stick needs that sometimes. I have two fire sticks. One of them's newer. It's always fine, but the old one, every once in a while, you gotta like unplug it to get it to turn off. And then when it comes back on, everything everything works fine. I don't know. It's just like you know the internet and shit. I guess sometimes, but uh, like there was that and yeah, the toilet thing. So hopefully this is all over. Because uh, if not, I'm gonna kill somebody probably. <laughs> but, like that'll just, fix things. It'll fix. It, it'll make me feel better. You know what's <laughs> funny? Like, uh, in the beginning of the, the episode, like your camera wasn't syncing with your mouth. Now it is. So whatever happened, <laughs> like you, it fixed it on its own. I was like, I, was, oh. I might have been having some internet problems because I noticed everybody's like video feeds was like they flicker and it would like load for a second. There's well, been cut out for a minute. I don't know if you guys even noticed that. <laughs> I didn't know uh, it was, yeah. it's been storming here so it's storming here as well yeah yeah yep um but okay beyond that though uh uh i watched tombstone mm-hmm. watched tombstone with, with some other friends over the weekend uh it was cool one of them never seen it before so that was like you know Plus it was good me. yeah uh i watched law and order svu a couple <laughs> episodes of that because what what you you watch atlanta and south park what the fuck Hmm? No, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing because no, I Andy made a you. face. He made a fucking face at me for saying that. <laughs> no, it just, it, it just, uh, it's not. It was unexpected. It was unexpected. It's, I guess it's I've not a very you show. I've dun, talked dun. about that show multiple times. 
I, I, I made my joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I, did. I, I heard it. No, there was an episode where, like, uh, it's like in one of the later seasons. Uh, they have a, a newer detectives because uh, the guy who plays Stabler left to go do movies and shit for a while. Uh, her name's like Rollins or something. Apparently, she has like a fucked up family. That's like her whole her sub story. The uh, blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah. Her sister comes to town, and every time her sister comes to town, she fucks her life up royally. <laughs> it's, like, mm. it's like she, uh, uh, I don't know, what stays over at her apartment and then like keeps getting out of her apartment and causing problems and getting in trouble. And it makes her look bad. And then the second time she shows up, she sets up, sets up a situation where he gets her sister to kill her abusive boyfriend on and off boyfriend. So she could take out an insurance policy on him. So in her mind, they can get rich. <laughs> I'm sure they're swimmingly. Oh, it was great. It was wonderful. <laughs> she almost lost her job and went to prison. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, it was it was highly entertaining. It was some of those better episodes where it's, it shit gets crazy. Uh, also played some Street Fighter Six again. Uh, I finally figured out like a weird quirk. Uh, I've been spreading some stuff out in my house now because my, my living situation has changed here, uh, and that I'm migrating some more of my modern stuff into my living room now. Um, and I was having like screen tearing issues when I would play Street Fighter Six. It would only be Street Fighter Six. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I figured out it's because that input delay option in the it's like in the graphics options. I had that turned on because in my TV here in my entertainment plaza that I'm currently inhabiting, uh, it has a higher refresh rate and stuff. Uh, that TV in the living room does not. So. When you keep that on, it causes screen tearing. So if you guys you switch TVs and you're like, "What the hell? Why is my screen tearing?" Check your options. Yep, that's the same problem. Yep, there you go. So you generally just too. check your options on modern televisions if you're playing games. Well, it's, that's, that's always that's, good it, advice. It's not. It's on the modern TV. It's in the. It's in the Street Fighter settings. It's in the so, game settings. So yeah. if your TV oh, is a high performance TV, then you don't need that option. It, they created an option to help for input delay for TVs that maybe aren't up to snuff to help. The problem is if your TV already meets that, it causes weird things and you get these weird frame delays. Although I will say it kind of looks cool because sometimes you do certain moves and it looks like you're ripping the fabric of reality. Yeah, it's like uh -huh. the screen's just tearing apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit, <laughs> Cammy's ass looks that good? What? And, uh, but they really though, it does look kind of cool though. It uh, someone someone mentioned it um, on one of the other TVs, but like did it in that way of I can't play this. We have to start our match over. They're screen tearing, and I'm like, no, he he. I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna beat your ass regardless of that screen tearing. <laughs> you tried to use screen tearing as it's just <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll fix it, but I don't think the outcomes would be different. And then yeah, this guy got smoked. This guy was complaining about it, got like real mad, and then just, just salty ass Blanca player. Acknowledge me. In my experience, screen tearing doesn't really occur that much. Uh, it's only like when you use supers, uh, like yeah. specifically like the ones where like the level threes where it's like a cutscene basically. Um, but anyway, I also played a little bit more Tactics Ogre on the side. I'm getting further. 
uh, slowly but surely. Uh, I already mentioned I have a new computer. Uh, there's, uh, I'm not spending all my time at once getting it back, like getting all my programs and stuff in order and everything. It's I'm just doing it over time. Because if I did that, I'd spend all day doing that, and that wouldn't be fucking fun. So I'm just going to slowly get it to where it needs to be. That's how I am with my computer right now. I don't have everything, and I'm just like, I'm I'm an adult now. I need my time. I need me time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to probably resume streaming again, because uh, that what, that's what mainly why I quit streaming, is because my last computer couldn't really handle it that well. Uh Play Resident Evil? I don't know. Andy wants to see Tactics over, so I might get that running sometime soon. I'm going to play Metal Gear, too. Uh, Yeah, you can stream. He can stream. Why do I need to stream it? Wow. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there's some other stuff, too, I I'm, I'm, might be working on on the side for, for projects. Uh, pro- projects. Uh, there's, there, I want to do a more video game centric kind of show uh, than, than wrestling and movies. <laughs> okay. Plus, it can cut down on us talking about video games here, possibly. <laughs> cool. So, that's that's pretty much it for me. All right, news wise, I, I have something small. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Antstream? No. Nope. So, Antstream is a... Now, I know you guys are probably going to roll your eyes because you're physical media, but these are cloud-based... <laughs> these are cloud-based games that you get to stream uh, old arcade games. So, Antstream has over 1,400 classic games. Uh, it also has stuff for PS1. It also has for Genesis, Atari, uh, and also... We call it arcade jaguar i think it has the commodore 64 i think you've talked about playing it before what Anstream? haven't you no i mean that's okay why would i roll my eyes at that i don't know because it's cloud so you're streaming the game but uh rgt 85 did a video on it and he played mortal kombat and there was no input lag and he was like in a basement (laughs) well in the case of a lot of that stuff that stuff's older so mm. in terms of having like input lag and shit, it's probably going to be pretty decent. Um, yeah, it has. What text- I worry about what I worry about that with is like modern games. Yeah, and it, it, what's cool is for a year because um, it is subscription based. Uh, it, there's two uh, prices. You can either get, do a yearly for thirty dollars and you get fourteen hundred games for a year, or you get the lifetime pass, which is eighty dollars. So they are selling access to these games. Do they? Are they all licensed? Yeah, I will actually. Let me get to. Oh, let me go on Streamyard. Hold on. Present. That's kind of interesting from Share a pre- preservation standpoint, though. That there, there's like all these games out there. So, <clears throat> this is the website. It's actually going to be on Xbox, by the way. So Xbox. It's legit, then. Oh yeah, yeah. That's for real. I thought you were talking about someone just like slammed a bunch of ROMs on a server somewhere, and you could use that or something. Oh no, no, this is an actual like uh, business and stuff. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. For eighty dollars, you can sell my seeds for life. 
That's kind of what I was thinking when you first were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Docking is a weird thing, but all right, let's, do, let's go. Metal Slug X. Fuck, it, fuck yeah. Robotron. I don't all know. Geo games, they're all a, a dime a dozen now. Though. You can get them all free through Amazon, and they're on Steam. Pretty cheap, if not free. And half of them are free with saw PlayStation two Plus. Games. They got Spectrum games. They got Atari 7800. MSX2? Huh? ZX. Yeah, but only like one game. What the Whoa. fuck, guys? Yeah. Bullshit. Game Boy. DOS? We only got five games? Yeah, there's also text-based games and shit that I want to play on here. Atari 8-bit. Yeah. Amiga. 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 201 games. <laughs> nice. Yeah, That's I, cool. I, I could see myself doing that. On yeah, I, I think I'm going to try it. I'll do the thirty dollars on Xbox, uh, it, because it's it's gonna involve the uh, achievements and also there's tournaments that you could do. So kind of like how uh, Chaz the Paperboy and all that stuff. There's gonna be tournaments on Antstream. Um, that's pretty neat. Yeah, so I I might check it out. So that that's my news. And do you guys have any news? Oh, a very minor thing. Uh, what is it? July twenty fourth. Uh, they'll have a new update for Street Fighter. Rashid's going to be dropping first DLC. But more importantly, when they drop that, they have now announced a new patch that's going to create a huge quality of life bu- buff for um, inputs. Right now, uh, if you're doing inputs to do uh, the um, ah shit, what's it called? The drive input, like the drive delay, where you can uh, dash. Uh, you have to like double taps it's basically right now it's set up that playing on a fight pad is actually typically preferred because it's so much harder to do some things on a a stick uh but they're actually changing the input so that there's an easier way to do it you can just simply hit the drive button to do it instead of having to double tap and hit a bunch of extra shit so that'll be a nice thing it'll make it a lot easier more people will play with stick than pad so that'll be a nice thing to see kind of random little tidbit not a lot of people are aware of that so Cool. I still need to get my stick. Um, the one Forts stick up. I-, I got Forts update. Oh, what? What is it? They're they're bringing the the Italians are coming back. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say the Italians are coming. They are coming. <laughs> God damn it! They got excluded <laughs> except for Ferrari and Lamborghini. But still, it's like God. What about the the ones? The other ones? <laughs> the cool ones? I'm excited. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. That's a uh, ne- next month. Middle, middle next month. Uh, I'm surprised at how quickly it's happening, too. I know. Yeah, it's cool. And Antstream coming to Xbox is tomorrow, by the way. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I might pick it up. <laughs> I thought Chaz was doing the true detective thing. He's like looking at his phone. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know I got the thing, and it actually is an announcement, too. They officially announced that for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the, the game, uh, the first DLC, Paradox Rift, drops on November 3rd. They're making Stay DLC for that? Info. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did that for the last generation, so that's, that's the new thing, DLC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're going to yeah, release... This way, they don't have to release another fucking $60 game and call it, you know, Pokemon Teal and Pokemon... Whatever yeah. the fuck. Pokemon, they can do even less work Pokemon and get Pokemon. more money. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's why there was no Pokemon Z and there was no Pokemon fucking whatever. They're 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 backing Crystal, off. They're getting Crystal lazy. Caves. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have they already like started announcing any new Pokemon for next generation? Hmm. Not yet, but there's the 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 rumor is that they're going to announce a new Legends game because the last time the announcements were staggered like this, they announced Legends Arceus. So, I mean, that would be cool because Legends Arceus has been my favorite for probably ever. Game mm. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. What what am I going back to play it? I've been getting the itch to play a Pokemon game. He's been I've been thinking about that. Much. I've been getting the itch. I've been thinking about that or doing a Nuzlocke. Like, yeah, trying to get that Soul Silver for less than a hundred dollars. That's actually what I was thinking about Nuzlocking with Soul Silver. So I've been looking for you, buddy. I've been looking. I th- there was a store uh, near me that uh, like they're in the process of moving. They like set up at a mall kiosk and they had all their games and stuff out. And I was looking and they had a ton of Pokemon games in case, like the whole thing. Uh, but Soul Silver Heart Gold was was not one of them. Unfortunately, but well, let me let me know about stuff like that. Send 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 pictures in the group chats or whatever. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a parasite with me, so it was kind of hard to sit oh, and take yeah. pictures. She's like, "Daddy, daddy, daddy, can I go ride that?" And I'm like, "Don't you go over there!" And it's some guy <laughs> riding like a nightmare fuel caterpillar that has wheels. And I'm like, "Don't you go near him. <laughs> Stay right here." <laughs> well, that stuff about not being able to find those games is so frustrating, and it's. It's the worst with Nintendo games, and it's double worst with Pokemon games. Those games are not fucking rare. They sold millions of those. Millions. It's not rare. It's just coveted for no reason. Stupid fucking collector's market bullshit. Yeah, exactly right. You know what's dumb, though? If they would make their stuff available digitally, it would help with that, too, a lot. Other games that are like that, that we all know have sold a bunch of copies aren't expensive either. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, you can go you can buy a physical copy of A Link to the Past for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go get Super Mario All-Stars for 20 bucks mm-hmm. in Super Mario World. How come there's other ones that are just as plentiful, but they cost more money? It's stupid. It's, it's that dumbass <laughs> arbitrarily decided that way. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I hate it, too. Because I can't get fucking twin snakes because it's so damn expensive. Yeah, you don't want to get that anyway. I fucking li- I, I I need it in my collection. Oh well, you can. There's this website called BetterHelp. You can talk to them about impulses like that. No, like, there's no <laughs> games that you've you've spent a lot of money for and have in your collection. It's not to have in my collection. It's to play it. He wants to play it. <laughs> you know, you're you're gonna feel very differently when you're done. No, no, it's funny. I have all the fucking Metal Gear Acid games. I have all the fucking Portable Ops games. I have, okay. I have uh, all the you know PS One Metal Gear Solid fucking every single version of like two and three. Uh, the only game I don't fucking have is Twin Snakes, and I had I, it once. Yeah, I have all those Dang. except Acid too. Actually, I don't have any of the Acids or Portable Ops or anything. I picked up Acid for like nine bucks. I was like, oh, I'm gonna want this one day. That's was, pretty good price for Acid. Yeah, yeah, well, acid. This, was, yeah. this was quite some time ago, and now Acid Two is like fucking sixty bucks or something. I don't know if I'll ever own it for that. 
I'm just I'm just joshing. I fucking own twin snakes in my collection. I, I know it's worth a bunch of money now, and I'm hanging on to it. It's... Yeah, I don't think you should personally. You should spend so much money on material things. Uh, <laughs> also, I I thought it was important to let you guys know that my counter offer for uh, a first edition Charizard was uh, was not accepted. So now I'm still on the hunt. You have to offer more than fifty dollars. I told you that. I I offered I offered five thousand. You should do sixty nine. Get some extra zeros on it. I did. I did. I offered fifty two hundred. Actually, I did a joke thing. I like made it a very specific number. It was like fifty two hundred thirty one dollars and eighty seven cents. Oh, made it look like you put like a ton of research and thought into it. <laughs> I mean, I'd have too much anxiety doing that. I'd have to, so much anxiety like putting that money out on. Is this on eBay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I, eBay fucking weirds me out because there's people being like, "Just use oh. PayPal. Go through PayPal." Uh, you'll, you'll... Here's the thing: is there when it gets to that type of level of shit, they have an authentication guarantee now. Yeah, like you get your money, like you have a money back guarantee if they fuck up and don't send it or give it, and like they get dinged. You only buy from someone who has a high reputation in the, what they're selling with high amounts, and they have the guarantee attached to it. Also, when cards specifically, you buy graded cards. If you buy ungraded, even if it's authentic, you might still get a card that's not the way you thought it would be. If you buy a graded card, it, it like I mean, literally, you can look up the serial number and it's proof. Like they, so there are specific things you can buy on eBay. It, it works, but I agree. Like there, there could be some dumb things that you buy, like you really want that are expensive. Like buying a video game on eBay is rough because if you do it, you might get a game that, Oh, it look nice, but then you get it and it doesn't work. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I, I've gotten, luckily I've gotten everything from eBay in working condition, but people mm-hmm. will take pictures in the light just right. And then it'll turn up. It's like, this is covered in like, you know, sticker gunk or something like that. And, Mm-hmm. How uh, is it? That, that's just the nature of the beast when it comes to buying you shit online. How was yep. the game that I bought you for Christmas the, from eBay? It was fine. That one that was that was one of the good ones. Okay, cool. All right, I think it's time to end this episode. Barbarian from uh, the year twenty twenty two. Singular twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Watch that movie, and then come back and start guessing some uh, themes since. Uh, these three, <laughs> these three movies, I I still don't know what it's going to be, but eventually we'll find out. Uh, we're all we are all on every podcast services. That's including getting some color, lost in nightmares, uh, and then eventually the Metal Gear podcast will be on one of the podcast things soon. Uh, and also we're on YouTube uh, on Big Trouble Little Podcast and also Catch Entertainment, so make sure you hit that like button for us. That helps the algorithm. And we're also on my Twitch, which is JoeDubs35. But until next time, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Racism is bad, says the DILF. Uh, Trying to find... Ah, fuck it. There it is. Good job.